0: Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, Episode 102. Looking to build a breakthrough brand? Create breakthrough thinking. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful
1: leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of success. On the web at BusinessAdvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Thanks, Chris. I'm Pam Harper, Founding Partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated, and sitting right across from me, as always, is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, Scott.
0: Hi, Pam. As always, it's a pleasure to be joining you for another episode of Growth Igniter's Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. And if this is your first time listening, our purpose is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas for visionary leaders and their companies to accelerate
1: to the next level of success. So Pam, what are we talking about today? Creating breakthrough thinking to create a breakthrough brand or okay. company. That's per-
0: that's a good <laughs> that's a good objective.
1: <laughs> uh, perhaps some of our listeners, in fact, saw an article in the January first issue of Fortune about a survey that they did that identified breakthrough brands, as they called them.
0: Right. And the article profiled uh, 10 newer companies, including Airbnb, Slack, Tesla, Uber, Waze, and others. And they also visited well-established brands like Levi's and Disney that are Mm -hmm. experiencing new surge of relevance and consumer regard through various types of transformation. And of course, what they did was delve into a little bit of what makes a brand a breakthrough what makes it work for companies and the big question for any company at any stage of growth is what can we do for ourselves to create that level of emotional resonance and cons- and customer identification mm-hmm. and customer loyalty that takes something like Tesla or Apple or Disney out there uber and makes it, whoa, I know that company, I like that company, I want what that company can give me.
1: Well, there are a lot of things that go behind it. Right. Uh, The bottom line that they found is that breakthrough brands or companies, new or established, have two things in common. Okay. One is that they embody a purpose that consumers really care about. And the second is that they meet relevant needs in new ways that set them apart. And doing this takes breakthrough thinking on the part of everyone in the company. First, let's start out by talking about what we mean by breakthrough thinking, because people talk about this kind of thing. You know, it's like innovation, and everybody wants to be innovative. Everybody wants to have breakthrough thinking. Let's be clear about what we mean by this. Okay.
0: Well, breakthrough thinking is literally breaking a habit of thought. Mm -hmm. that keeps us focused on a particular way of thinking about things or doing things and gets us into a mind frame that we can see possibilities that might be right in front of us, uh, but we're not noticing them. We're not thinking about them.
1: So it's a little bit like a magic trick. It is
0: like a magic trick. As you know, I have done magic as one of my many hobbies. Yes. I'm always really amazed when I see a trick and I go, whoa, how could that possibly be done? And yet, if I learn a trick, it goes, oh, well, that's simple. Mm -hmm. And some of this breakthrough thinking is kind of like that. It's, oh, Uber. Well, you know, that's pretty obvious. We
1: should have all seen that. We should
0: have all seen that. You know, I I can't get a taxi. Well, okay, I'll take out my smartphone and I'll call somebody up and and there's Uh the car. Obvious in hindsight, but what kept us, what kept people, aside from the technology didn't exist, but once the technology existed, what kept people from doing that before the folks who developed Uber developed it? Habits
1: of thought about transportation and public transportation, and specifically cabs, how we get
0: rides. So the trick, so to speak, is how can we get our minds out of these habits that make us not see what in retrospect is obvious? How can we get that discontinuous jump so we can go to something that is pleasing and surprising and resonant and achievable?
1: There are a lot of different ways to get at this breakthrough thinking. One of the things that I've used, especially over the years with clients that are trying to redefine what's possible and change their game a bit, Uh is wishing wishing. Wishing.
0: (laughs) Okay, that sounds a little out there.
1: Wishing gets a bad reputation at times. There are a lot of myths and misconceptions about it. Uh So before we can talk about it, let's get rid of the myths and the misconceptions.
0: Okay. Well, so what's the first one that you've had to deal with over the years?
1: Well, the first one is that a lot of people will say, well, wishing is wishful thinking, and that's not True, it's not one in the same. Mm-hmm. What makes wishing very powerful is the passion behind it. Okay. So it's engaging with my emotion and my imagination to think about what else could be out there mm-hmm. if, if there were no bounds, if there were no shackles, mm-hmm. what would be happening? And the reason we care about that is because it's engaging our emotions, and as We know the more that we feel something, Mm -hmm. the more connected we are with it, the more likely we are to have that grit that uh, Angela Duckworth was talking about to overcome the obstacles to make it happen. Okay. So... That emotional connection is so powerful, well,
0: it is, but there's still this conception that wishing is just not realistic. You, know, you said wishful thinking, hoping, you know, I can wish for anything, I can wish for a magic pill that will you know make me fit and strong and and sleek and make my muscles pop and not hurt me at all. It doesn't make it happen
1: now let's go back and think about this okay. because wishing is not reality. Okay. So that is true. But if we go back, say, 200 years. Right. Think about, would there be an Uber? <laughs>
0: <laughs> there weren't any cars.
1: That's right. Okay. What's realistic about that? Ah. Uh, would there be a television? The people back 200 years ago could have wished not. for entertainment yeah. where they could have it uh, coming to them from uh-huh. all over the world. But they didn't. But they didn't. What else could we wish for? We could have wished for music at any time of the day or night. Mm-hmm. Well, you can get that now anywhere in the world. Go to your uh, iPad and figure out if you have Pandora.
0: Yeah. But see, you you said something pretty important there. And that is, you know, people 200 years ago wouldn't wish for TV because they couldn't imagine it. The technology wasn't there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. But, but here- you can
1: wish for the outcome. Okay. And no, I can't wish for an Uber, but I can wish for the outcome.
0: Okay. An easier and- way to get a car. And the thing was that, of course, the folks who developed Uber realized that the technology was there. Well, the technology was there, the smartphone and so on, that other anybody else could have imagined it. They just happened to have that flash of insight. So you're saying that wishing can help us get to those insights more easily, can say, kind of break that chain.
1: Mm-hmm. So when you combine that passion and accept the fact that there's a lot that we don't know how to get somewhere, mm-hmm. but if we imagine the outcome... Uh then we've got something to work with. Okay. And a wish taken seriously becomes a purpose. So we're going to take a quick break right now. And when we come back, Scott and I are going to talk more about some of the principles behind wishing and making your wishes become reality. Stay with us.
0: We're so glad you're listening to Growth Igniter's radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. We're brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated on the web at businessadvance.com. We focus on enabling visionary leaders to dramatically increase momentum in their companies for game-changing results.
1: Does this topic resonate with you? We have more. Check out related episodes to expand your perspectives and take away even more immediately actionable ideas. Just go to growthignitersradio.com, episode 102, and scroll down to resources.
0: And while you're there, sign up for our weekly alert of upcoming episodes so you'll always be up to date.
1: back to Growth Igniter's Radio with Pam Harper, that's me, and Scott Harper. Today, Scott and I are talking about creating breakthrough thinking for breakthrough brands using the power of wishing. You can find out more about this episode by going to growthignitersradio.com, episode 102, and scroll down to resources.
0: Okay, now we've talked about uh, how wishing can help us break habits of thoughts, and create those discontinuous jumps of Mm -hmm. insight that can lead to breakthrough thinking. And it's nice in concept. The question is, how do you do it? How how can business leaders and their teams and their companies actually employ wishing in a practical way that gets them to something that is actually actionable?
1: Okay. There are some principles that I've found very useful Mm -hmm. in working with this. And incidentally, it's not just business leaders, it's anybody. The first principle of wishing is to start with a positive aspirational context. Okay. And the reason for this is because if you go in the other direction and you're wishing for something to stop and Mm -hmm. you're problem-focused, you're closing yourself down. It's narrowing your focus.
0: Okay. So this distinguishes wishing this positive aspirational wishing from how at least I've seen a lot of brainstorming be employed Mm -hmm. brainstorming how do we solve this problem how do we uh, create a solution fight a disease whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, and you're right it does tend to track people on variations of what is already being done.
1: There's a place for brainstorming. Yeah. But this is strategic, and this is opening up strategic possibilities. Okay. And the more that we're focused on opening up to possibilities mm-hmm. and opportunities, the more we're going to find them. There's a saying, be careful what you wish for. You might just find it.
0: Yeah, because you open things up. That's okay. right. So okay. stay
1: open yeah. to the possibilities. Now,
0: do you have an example of this?
1: Well, I remember one group that I was working with. We were focused on working together to find a new way for them to grow. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I decided to do with them is to start wishing. Now, this is a very distinguished group of people <laughs> that were not used to wishing. Uh-huh. So, this was a little avant garde. One of the things that I set out for them was that we had to stay open to possibilities. Mm -hmm. So we started with that as a context, and they were willing to go with me on Mm -hmm. this. They trusted me. Mm -hmm. I said, if we go and we look for what's possible, Mm -hmm. then we're going to find it. You can imagine that when you go in a treasure hunt, you're not looking for solving the problems of muddy grass. Mm -hmm. You're looking at treasure Okay. And it's the same way. So think of the analogy of going on a treasure hunt.
0: Mm-hmm. And so you've got this context that says, I want something to happen. You know, how How many ways can I make this thing happen? But we've seen it time and again people kind of get stuck in well that's silly mm-hmm. that, that's ridiculous uh <laughs> you're you're wishing for the sun and the moon and the stars and that can't possibly happen what do you say to that how do, how do you deal with that
1: wishing can be silly i mean who would have imagined going back to our first segment mm-hmm. 200 years ago would we have been pushing a remote to turn on a television okay how silly would that have been mm-hmm. how silly would it have been to be driving A car, you know, we were using horse and buggies in those days, right? right? I wasn't around, but they were. (laughs) So, but the point is that it can seem silly. Uh And so you have to put it in context. These principles are building on each other. So Uh if we have a context that makes sense and we're Mm -hmm. looking for opportunities and we're okay with the fact that this is a process it's not an event. Ah. The first part of the process is to get a little silly is to tap into our imaginations. When we were children, we had no problems being silly. Right. We were able to actually create a lot more. Right. Children are known for being able to create.
0: That lack of realism is necessary to again create the break.
1: That's right. That's a good way of putting it. It's got You're creating a break with your habitual thinking. Uh You know, no, we can't do this. Oh, we have to do that. Mm -hmm. Instead, what we're doing is we're creating a path towards possibility. Okay, There is going to be a time to get more realistic. Mm -hmm. Remember, we are actually taking that idea and saying, we're going to get silly. We're going to find a way to use it later. But first, people have to feel safe to feel silly. So it takes very careful handling of the situation so that silliness just doesn't get slap happy. Silly, as I'm talking about it, is about tapping into your imagination and creating wild possibilities. Okay.
0: And then then the idea is, is there something in there, in that out there wish that we can
1: how you take it back into reality. Because within every piece of silliness Mm -hmm. is a core. There's a core of the wish. Uh Why do I want this silly thing? Why do I want a car that flies? Mm -hmm. Why would Uber want a car that flies? Could be a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. I don't know them, but perhaps we're all out there wishing that there was a more convenient way to get around traffic jams. Okay. Okay. The point here is that we have to be thinking about why we want what we want.
0: And that's the core. So you, you can take this out there idea and say, what is in there mm-hmm. that we can use? So if I, if I wish for that magic pill that will make me buff and fit, the core is I want to be healthier, easier. You know, something that you've spoken a lot about uh, that we should also
1: mention is that
0: wishes evolve.
1: The wishes we generate for breakthrough thinking are going to need to evolve as customers, technology, and other things in the business environment continue to change.
0: So as businesses, you know, we can wish our way into one business model that's very successful, but we have to keep thinking about what, what's coming up, what's changing. What's in, next. And what's next. And so don't stop wishing. It's a journey.
1: So keeping in mind the principles of wishing and how they build on each other can be extremely powerful in creating the breakthrough thinking that we need to create breakthrough brands. Okay. We're going to take a quit, another quick break. And when we come back, Scott and I are going to talk more about some immediately useful ideas for bringing your wishes to life. Stay with us.
0: You're listening to Growth Igniter's Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated. We're on the web at businessadvance.com. We'd like to thank those of you who've reviewed and rated our podcast on iTunes so that more people can find us. But some people have told us that they're not quite sure how to post a review. So I've created a short video that removes the mystery from the process. Go to GrowthIgnitersRadio.com and look over at the sidebar to the right of the page. You'll see a headline, Subscribe to Growth Igniters Radio. Click on the blue button underneath that says How to Review Growth Igniters Radio on iTunes. This will take you to an 84-second video showing you everything you need to know to review and rate our podcast. And thanks again for helping us spread the good word about Growth Igniters Radio.
1: Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Today, Scott and I are talking about creating breakthrough thinking for breakthrough brands. And we're talking about specifically using the power of wishing to accomplish this in a faster and even more effective way. Okay. You can find out more about some of the resources that are associated with this episode by going to growthignitersradio.com, episode
0: 102. We've talked about the idea of wishing and and how it can help us break out of the track of of normal thinking and create the emotional resonance that it takes to get us to new levels and, and inspire our customers in new ways. Mm -hmm. Okay, how do we do it? You know, we've talked about the principles. Let's have some specific steps that are actionable that people who want to start wishing more effectively can employ. So as soon as
1: somebody's done listening to this episode, the first thing I recommend is making sure that you have your dream team together. And I mean this literally, if we're talking about wishing Uh as being a form of dreaming. Okay. One of the things that is very important is to have a diversity of perspectives. Ah. And we've talked about this in other episodes, tapping into your organization's intelligence. We'll have a link to that. Right. The idea behind this is that when I've taken groups, and we talk about wishing. Mm-hmm. People, some people can really be out there mm-hmm. in terms of their wishes. Other people, maybe not as much. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, when you go through the entire process of right. wishing, the people who are not as much out there can be helpful in refining uh-huh. these wishes. So what we're starting to do now in this segment is say, how do you take something that's really out there mm-hmm. and make it actually happen? Well, you need people with a more grounded, realistic perspective. Right. And even they are able to break free a little bit of where they've been. So it averages out to something that is much more workable.
0: Okay. And as you said earlier, if you're going to have people with different perspectives and different ways of thinking, they have to have a real respect. So the leader has Mm -hmm. to create the environment that is going to give people the sense that they're going to be respected, they're going to be heard, even if they don't get it or they come from different angles. Mm-hmm. The different angles are absolutely
1: essential. That's right. That for, That is a second immediately right. useful point, which is whoever it is that is leading this, Make sure that that person understands the power of wishing and also understands some of the caution because if people don't feel safe, it mm-hmm. doesn't work right people have to feel safe having conversations. That are a little out there. Mm-hmm. People have to feel safe about the confidentiality of mm-hmm. this all. Right. People have to feel safe that if they put themselves out there and they they are vulnerable mm-hmm. and they come up with an idea that is far out.
0: And wishing is vulnerability. It, it absolutely. is
1: that people won't turn around and go, Oh, you know. <laughs> That's it takes trust. Yeah. And so whoever it is, make sure that they've handled groups. Mm-hmm. where they can create that safety mm-hmm. and that they understand the principles of conversational intelligence and trust right. and all that goes with it.
0: Right. And as you said, then it's important to be able to have the ability to not leave people dangling out there in the, the out, outer limits of wishing, mm-hmm. but then it's what you do with it. That's that right. That really makes makes sense.
1: And that's very grounded and that's yeah. where those people who have that sense of let's be real about this yeah. come in handy because they can begin to say, How can we turn this into real action? Sure. And there are a variety of things that you can do. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things I recommend is saying, How would we know that we'd actually achieved a particular milestone? Uh-huh. What would be happening? Right. And so if you can't immediately get to that milestone, mm-hmm. You have to get a checkpoint in place right. to say what are the checkpoints along the way, so they're many milestones. Sure.
0: So if I can't reach my wish now, immediately in the way I envision it, mm-hmm. go to the core again. That is is the thing that's behind the wish, and what can I do to achieve that? And what does that take? And what does that take? And you back into it, and then you can move forward, and that can really give you new perspectives. And go, oh, yeah, I. I never thought of it that way. That's and true. It's
1: a little bit like the metaphor of climbing up a mountain. Right. And you like climbing. I do indeed. So another if you can't, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> if you can't get a foothold in one direction...
0: You go laterally and you find another route. That's right. And there right. are many, many paths up the mountain. And they're all right, as long as they reach the top.
1: That's right. And we exists now in such a nonlinear world that there are a lot more ways to get to something than just one linear path. The last piece of immediately actionable advice that I would give on this topic is to brainstorm through the obstacles. Because when you're taking something that is so out there and breakthrough thinking is right there are inevitably going to be issues we've been talking about that there's more than one way right remember that i said early in this episode that brainstorming comes in handy later this mm-hmm. is the later ah okay so working with a group that's impacted or impacts mm-hmm the goal that you're working on, Right. when you come against an obstacle, to work together to generate a list of ideas that could help solve the problem.
0: Okay, that's where those practical thinking people come in handy.
1: That's right. That's another place. So the more ideas you come up with, the more likely it is that one of them may be useful to address the issue.
0: Okay, so you're going then from the big wish to the core to milestones, and then using practical problem-solving brainstorming to overcome obstacles to get to the final result
1: if you sum all of this up there are a lot of ways to get to that breakthrough thinking Mm -hmm. to create it so that you can get breakthrough brands and the power of wishing is one of them
0: thanks pam and thanks to you out there for listening to growth igniters radio with pam harper and scott harper To get show notes and resource links for this week's episode, go to growthignitersradio.com, episode 102.
1: Until next time, this is Pam Harper. And Scott Harper. Wishing you continued success and leaving you with this question to discuss with your team.
0: What do you and your customers wish for? And what can you do now to start bringing the breakthrough wishes to life today?